0: This episode is brought to you by the GSD Academy. This step-by-step business productivity online program will share with you exactly how to shift your mindset, set boundaries, build rock-solid processes, customize your message in order to strategically grow your revenues, and get shit done. Visit AngelaProfit.com slash GSD Academy. Hi, y'all, it's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. And I'm so excited to talk with our guest today because you guys may have seen my video on social media, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. But she has started this amazing movement. And when I first heard about it, I'm like, this is genius because so many entrepreneurs do not know how to unwind. And we all hear about the hustle, 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 but no one ever talks about the unhustle and how important it is. And so that's what our guest is going to share with us today. So welcome to the show, Melina. Thank
1: you so much, Angela. I'm super excited to be here with you
0: today. Yay. So before we jump in and talk about your movement and talk about unhustling, which you coined that word, didn't you? Yes, I did. I uh, came up with it because of a
1: personal burnout story, which I'm sure we'll get into it. But yeah, unhustle is the word I coined and off we went with that.
0: <laughs> I love it. So before we dive in and, and talk about the struggle of, of the hustle, which is real, y'all, I'd love for you to share with us some backstory of what what, what has your journey been to where you have gotten to today?
1: Wow, how much time do we have, Angela? (laughs) 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 I'll uh, I'll try to keep this short. That's a a long story, but um, I'm originally from Bulgaria. That's where the accent is from. I know people are listening to this and they're trying to figure it out, so I'll just put it out there. Love it. I'm married to an Australian. So I, I kind of have a really funky accent and I have lived in, in the United States for half of my life, so, mm-hmm. like 25 years or so. So I came from Bulgaria to, um, get a master's degree in international marketing. And I went down a marketing career path. Um, I, I was in, I've been in digital marketing since 96, 97. And, um, I love it. And, um, One thing led to another. I worked for a ski resort in Lake Tahoe for 10 years, which was one of my uh, dreams to work at a ski resort. Uh, So passionate about the outdoors. And after social media started to um, really pick my attention, I decided to start my own digital marketing agency. And, um, you know, I was crushing it. I was uh, winning hashtag winning and, (laughs) and, and hashtag hustling as well. Um, And I, you know, I ended up working with some phenomenal clients uh, like Madonna and Steve Nash and Dr. Weil and I know amazing. I mean, I was just very, very fortunate. I have a great network of people. And so we were doing a, a, a fantastic work. I was really into it. I was loving it. And at the same time, you know, I was listening to um we'll call them hustle porn stars <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs>
1: who um you know are on in the, and i won't get into names but you know they're, they're they're constantly promoting this um notion of hustle all the time do more you know sleep is for losers all of that and i was you know living breathing and um no surprise i i ended up burning out i had no idea i was burned out you know mm-hmm. the, Burnout wasn't classified as a medical condition back then. But what happened is my adrenal glands were acting up. I was I was running on cortisol and, and Red Bulls and coffee. Um, my stress level obviously was through the roof. Uh, I was um, uh, My sleep was um, not really there. I was sleeping with my phone. I had clients from all over the world, so I didn't mm-hmm. want to miss out on anything. Um, you know, my relationship... More gone because there's only so many times your friends will call you and say, let's hang out. And you say, I'm too busy, rain check. Mm-hmm. Uh, my marriage was, you know, my husband is very understanding and we are so mates. But at some point in time, he's like, "You, we don't spend any time together anymore. Yeah. And if we are, you're not really present with me. You know, you're not listening to me. You're thinking about work. So bottom line is it was impacting my life. Uh, and it started impacting my productivity as well. My my creativity was diminishing. My my productivity was diminishing, so I ended up going to a ten day uh, trip down to Baja California Sur to a place called La Ventana. Mm-hmm.
0: I know you go
1: to Cabo yes. as well, so it's about two and a half hours from Cabo on the Coqueta side. And, you know, it turned out to be a digital detox trip because there was no internet there. I didn't know that. I would have probably never agreed (laughs) to go because I was totally addicted to social media, addicted to working, and I would have never thought I can take 10 days off to disconnect from work. So I did. And then once we got there, we had nothing else to do. We decided to kite, to learn to kiteboard, which happens to be one of the scariest activities I've done with all my... my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) With all my skiing, with all my traveling, it was, you know, the most mindful activity I did because I had to focus. (laughs) Angela is like, I either have to focus on this or I'll die. Yeah, And that was my first experience uh, uh, as of late that I can think of getting into a state of flow. I mean, I was fully in the moment. Everything stopped around me. Everything got really quiet. And I was thinking there's gotta be more to life than working yeah both of my parents passed away early on um, um, from different uh, health conditions and so it was really in my face that you know we, we don't live forever mm-hmm. and what is the point of all this hustling if you have no time to enjoy life? And I was thinking, you know, I, I'm I'm an overachiever. I'm, you know, I, I want to pursue my dreams. I want to, uh, you know, I'm passionate about what I do. But there's got to be a better way than, than all these 12, 14, 16-hour days. Crazy. And so I went down on a path to figure out what is this better way of working. Turns out that science and all the latest study and research and a few brave individuals have already gone down that path of actually working less and being more productive, being more creative, you know, getting mm-hmm. into a state of flow, tapping into a high level of performance. And so I signed up with the Human Potential Institute. I studied, I got into mindfulness. I studied biohacking. I studied um, what high performance people do. And that's how Unhustle was born. It's, it's, it's a counterintuitive but scientific approach to the way we live and work so you can actually tap into your full human potential. And when you do, you get so much more space and balance and joy, and you're actually more productive.
0: I love this because first off, I remembered um, recently you and I were on social and we were DMing each other because you're like, I was just at Los Ventanas. And then You're like, Oh, I'm about to be there. And so I love it though, that you were at that serene place where you knew that there was something more and you were like, I'm going to go get this and I'm going to go figure this shit out because this is not how life really has to be. And I, like you thought the same thing. Like no one in my family was an entrepreneur. No one taught me how to do these things. It wasn't until I was surrounded by a a group called EO that other people had been, I call it potty train your brain, had been potty trained to where you can be present and you can do all of these things, but you have to learn how to shut out all those distractions and, and quit the FOMO and, and, and put the phone down and like, it'll be there when you get there. And like, your clients don't always need you the way that you think that they need you. Like, it really is going to be okay. But my thing is like, how did you even start to unravel and start to um, really put those, I guess, boundaries in place? Because that's that was the hardest part for me is like telling my clients or telling my family like, hey. Quit calling me, quit texting me all the time. Like, I'm not going to pick it up anymore. Like I'm going to, we, we, we've got to stop all this distraction stuff. Like, how did you go about that? And how did you start to communicate it that, listen, I am going to do this movement called unhustling and it's a thing. And so that's my first question. How did you go about it? And then did people start to follow suit and did they respect that out of you? Hmm.
1: These are very good questions, Angela. So how did I go about it? I didn't tell anybody, stop calling me and stop emailing me. Um, I, I don't think that's possible. <clears throat> People are still going to do that. But um, what I did is I said, I created better boundaries with, with where my attention, my focus and my priorities are. And I did that by getting very clear on what my values are. And my values are for, you know, wellness and freedom and creativity. And in order to go after all these things, you really need to create more space in my life. And you have to look at the trade-offs, right? What are you saying no to so you can say yes to? Mm. And it's really easy, but the only thing I can control is my own mind and my own behavior and my own focus. I can't control what other people are doing. And that's where I think my mindfulness training came in very handy. So how I went about it is, um, you know, I started started, um, with a mindfulness training um, of every day, just 20 minutes, whether you do it outside. I'm not necessarily talking meditation, although meditation could be um, one form of mindfulness but just taking time just taking a little bit of time for yourself and this is uh, how I started my own morning which um, is a set of rituals and practices that I do in order to take care of my mind and body first thing in the morning and in order to um, set the intention for the day so that I don't get distracted it's so easy to load yourself up with all these things that we have to do, we should be doing. Um, Most of us, first thing we do is is grab our phone, right? So not sleeping next to your phone, leaving your phone on airplane mode until you take care of your mind and body and until you're very clear on your priorities for the day has been very critical for me. So um, taking really, time out of your day, making it a priority, making it like scheduling on your calendar if you have to. I never had to go down that road, but sometimes I do sometimes if I have like three things I want to accomplish on my day, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to take 30 minutes at lunchtime and get a workout in. So basically um, knowing what you want to put your energy and focus on and honoring that uh, with yourself.
0: So for me, I know that like I'm a big visionary and so every quarter now we do a vision map of, okay, what are we going to focus on this quarter? It used to be, I laugh because <laughs> prior to that thing called COVID, like we would do, <laughs> we would do it once a year. We go to Cabo once a year and like the whole year it's like, ah, we're good. And then we'd schedule it all and, you know, we were just kind of on autopilot And so now it's like looking at the vision board and saying, okay, like where do we want our priorities and where do we want our time to be spent so that we can be present is really important. And so, and but I am the person that does have to put it on the calendar; otherwise, it doesn't happen. Um, so you know, and then that's okay. I mean, if if that's if that's what works for you,
1: I think that's yeah. perfectly okay. But the one thing I want to bring up there is our the, the, this whole notion of priorities, mm-hmm. plural, is something that as entrepreneurs, you know, we have our priorities, and all of a sudden, you have thirty things on your on your to do list that are yeah. priorities, and when that happens nothing is a priority. So priority right. originally the whole world started as a single thing. Gotcha. And even when you look at like a quarter or a year or a month, what is the one single thing that you if you've, if if you accomplish that you would feel like you've made progress. I'm not saying don't do anything else, right? But in my case right now, I want to finish my book. So my priority for the first quarter of 2021 is finish my book. Everything else is secondary, and it's so hard for us because we want to mm-hmm. achieve all these things. You know, we we're like, especially mission driven entrepreneurs, we have so many things to do, but um, we scatter our energy and our effort when we uh, put twenty things
0: uh, down instead of one or two. And that, and that's a great segue into because I want to ask you because I know you have all the signs behind it, like the rate of burnout, like in America and this culture of just hustle 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 um like what is that like what is the rate of burnout and do you think since covid and people are working from home do you think that it's gotten better or has it gotten worse actually with with the whole burnout thing
1: burnout unfortunately is considered now a pandemic across america quite honestly, it's not just America. It's not just an American phenomenon. Uh, about 76% of people are burned out at the moment in the country. And that's gone up since the pandemic, because work mm-hmm. from home, let's face it. I've worked from home so that for the past nine years. It's not easy. Uh, but it's not just work from home. Uh, isolation is not easy. You know, we're, we're hardwired to be with other people, especially in stressful times. Um, so we're stressed, we're tired, we're overwhelmed, anxious, and burned out. And it's especially affecting uh, women more so than men, uh, because women are also, you know, trying to be caregivers and, and taking care of kids and taking care of senior, um, you know, of their parents or friends. So it's it's um, the serious, serious uh, rates, alarming rates, and it's affecting mental health. It's affecting our resilience. It's affecting our productivity. Uh, it's affecting our health, and that's the one thing we should be really the most focused on right now. Overall well-being, resilience, being able to adapt, being able to pivot, being able to refocus our, our business so that we can you know, come out of this pandemic or stay strong during the pandemic. So burnout is a serious thing, and it's really hard to really figure out that you're burnout. Um, I've seen it with me and it's not anything that when I talk about mental health, it's not really like serious mental health um, conditions. It's more like, Oh, you, you have brain fog in the morning and you're not able to um, focus or get like simple things done. Like maybe you can't pay your bills online. You just don't lacking motivation, which for entrepreneurs is so hard to um, get out of. Right. So taking care of your, of your sleep, of your of of your, of what you eat, of how much time you take to taking time to you know rest and recharge, are actually critical to your performance and to your productivity. And it's so hard for us to get into that do nothing mode because we want to go 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 do 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 uh, check off lists. And turns out all these deep play. Uh, when you have that deep play like with me going kiteboarding I consider that deep play because you just as challenge as when you are working and you feel like you're using all your 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 skills to to do this one thing right and that's actually um a very similar thing to being to staying in the in that creative space when you're working and when you when you complete want to complete your project so it complements what you're doing at work. So the importance of deep play, the importance of uh, you know active rest, active rest, meaning um, not sitting on the couch, watching Netflix, eating chips, but actually, you know, <laughs> going outside for a hike and spending a little bit of time in nature and letting your mind wander. I find so much creativity in these moments of just not really doing anything, but just putting one foot in front of the other. And yeah, all the science is there that all these things make us more grounded, make us less stressed, um, which all burn out uh, prevention measures right but we think of it as oh yeah 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 i know i need to go exercise well we think of it more as but if you do go out and go hike it will improve your productivity it will improve your creativity it will make you um more f- f- fulfilled at the end of the day because you'll feel better you'll be more present you'll be more you know um able to to see <laughs> see the trees in the forest and yeah um, it's it's so key, but we get hammered on this um, do more, accomplish more, sleep less. And it's the absolute worst possible advice that can be given to entrepreneurs. And it affects our lives and people are actually literally dying from it. So yeah. it's so
0: sad. So what are some things like, I know this whole, and again, I don't even know like who started this whole thing of like. Hustle, hustles. And I used to say that for years. I'll sleep when I die. Which, you know, and then I turned 40 one day. And my doctor's like, You have to sleep eight hours. I don't know who you think you are, but like your hair's falling out, you're ga- gaining weight, you're not this is not healthy. And if you don't take care of yourself, how in the hell are you gonna take care of other people? It's like my mother says, was saying it to me all the time. She's always like, you look so tired. You're so aggravated. You look so agitated. Like, where's the happy girl? Like, why why are you doing all of this? You know, but then it took like my entrepreneur friends and my doctor to say, like, why are you doing this? Like, Mm -hmm. who has, it's like someone has conditioned you to think this way And like you said, there are so many books out there that do say that. And I agree with you. I mean, now that I'm an older, wiser entrepreneur and I'm like, no, you need to sleep eight hours. You need to take care of yourself. You need to do these things like and I feel like it's just going to take so long to like uncondition some of these younger entrepreneurs. And when I say younger, I don't mean it like the age because there's 60 and 70-year-olds who are retired who are at the Entrepreneur Center who are brand-new brand entrepreneurs, and but they're excited about their idea. And it's like they can't contain their excitement. And they're like, I can't sleep at night because I'm so excited. And I get it. Like, I've been there. I feel that. But what do you think that it's going to take, And which I know one of your your whole movement of the whole Unhustle thing... But, like, why is a culture, like, why do we need to stop the whole hustle culture? And, like, what is it going to take to stop this culture that it's not okay? Like, this is not okay.
1: Well, these are some excellent questions, Angela. And, um, you know, hustle culture, where it starts from, I mean, I've been doing a lot of research working on my book, but, I mean, it started back in the industrial Actually, the, the, where does the 40-hour work? Let's go to, where, not forget about hustle, but where does the 40-hour work week comes from, right? It comes from the industrial uh-huh. age. It comes from Henry Ford, who said, instead of working 12-hour shifts, I'm going to go down to work eight-hour shifts. Well, of course, because he wanted to optimize three shifts in his factory, and, and he saw productivity increase by working less. And so then a few companies followed suit, and that's how we ended up with the 40-hour work week. Mm. Now, um uh, put that forward we're no longer in the industrial age we don't go to factories we don't work on machines we're using our brain for work and um, there's countless studies that show our most productive time our, our creative time if you're really in deep work in focus work is you know four to six hours a day mm-hmm. now the whole hustle culture mentality that's it's not just somebody's fault for that i mean i can I can say names and point fingers <laughs> but really it's, it's a, there's a society thing it's a mm-hmm. you know it's a our school tells us to um to perform better to work harder you know our, our our parents have told us that and at some point in time that was the case right hard work hard work Pays off, and I and I have nothing against hard work. I have again. What I have against is is that busyness and that glorification of of busyness and mm-hmm. always on mentality and technology. Unfortunately, added to it, marketing. Unfortunately, added to it. So I was just watching um, a movie on Netflix of the uh, less is now. You know the uh, minimalism movement, mm-hmm. and they said in the 1920s. $50 million was spent on, on, on marketing. And now it's like in the billions, you know, $300 billion you wow. spend on marketing. Well, these are all messages telling us that we're not enough, that if you only, you know, work harder, you would uh, make more money and you would buy the house that you always want and you would buy the car you always want and you would buy more clothes and you buy, 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 buy more, 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 more. So we're chasing this happiness instead of, and that happiness, the goal is always moving, you know, one more client, one more email, one more one more deal, and then I'll be happy. Uh, but that happiness goal, that happiness standard is always moving, the, the chase is always on. We never achieve it. When, when we achieve it, we have a next goal. And that's why as entrepreneurs, we're always going. When, when if we can put our attention more on, on finding joy, every day and finding joy in what we do then you actually feel better you you know you find um more contentment in what you're doing and you end up being happier now in terms of the young entrepreneurs um i actually i was just looking here the survey from meredith and the harris poll that they did a survey on burn that flashpoint and the stress epidemic confronting American women in 2020, and I just wanted to share a couple of stats here with you. Um, yeah. It says nearly half of the women say uh, burnout is so extreme that it keep they keep them they stay up at night, and work life balance is a myth. So half of the women think that work life balance is a myth, and it was funny. Uh, one of them said that a quarter of women will give up sex and chocolate to gain an hour a day of of their time back. And most of them, 70%, see taking care of their well-being as the one way to get more done. So, you know, the the stats are there. The the research is there. The science is there. It really comes down to us shifting our perspective uh, as to how to go about it and what's the future of work. I'm speaking to the uh, World Economic Forum on Thursday about... Um, how to go about it. And I think it's going to take, you know, I think it's going to take leadership. It's going to take more companies. You know, I I have plenty of examples where companies have gone on a four-day work week, let's say, and being able to maintain their productivity or increase it. So uh, from a solopreneur, entrepreneur working from home, it's a little bit harder to do, right? So creating some some better work-life boundaries um, going from FOMO to JOMO, the fear of missing out, to the joy of missing out, um, shifting your perspective, unlearning old habits of what you've been trained to do all your life. So it's not easy to do because our ego gets in the way, but knowing that it's the way out. Um, it's going to take you. No, know, I'm not the only one speaking about this. Ariana Huffington with Thrive Global, mm-hmm. um, uh, Wisdom 2.0, um, Chip Conley. Christopher Lockhead. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not the only one. Vishen from Mind Valley. Uh, I'm not the only one speaking about this. And, and I'm so happy to see that more and more people, I was just on the phone with um, Anne from Nest Labs, you know, who also has a, um, a website about um, how to increase your creativity and productivity for people using their minds. So there's a lot of people or oh, it's not a lot of us, but at least it's some of us going down the uh, conversation path. And it will take um, societal change. It will take um, mental change with our own um, habits of how we go about working. But I'm hoping that one day we'll have a much more he- healthier and more sustainable and quite honestly, more productive way of, of going about it. Um, the opportunities are there. Technology is there. Leverage is there. Um, We just need to start
0: using it better. Right. So would you say like the one main solution to getting the work done and still having a life, it all comes down to priorities? It
1: comes down to getting clarity on your values. Okay. um, And creating a way to work that's more sustainable with your lifestyle, and really um focusing on what's essential to you um, that will give you the fulfillment you're seeking.
0: And sometimes, what at least for me, I know, I was too freaking busy to even know what do I want? What are, what am I doing? Because I'm so freaking busy. And so one way to get into this whole flow thing, um, just go to Las Ventanas. It'll fix it all. No, I'm just, I'm being funny, but not really. Um, (laughs) But what would you suggest if someone is even so busy to even have the time and the space and the energy because they have no energy left at the end of the day or the end of the week to think about what are my priorities and what are my values and what do I want what are what's something that they can do to like get into the flow of thinking a little bit differently
1: I mean start asking yourself better questions you know start asking Mm -hmm. yourself um, different type of questions that you're asking you know we're so stuck in our heads sometimes and we're stuck in uh, the story in our heads and what are we really so busy with and, and and what matters at the end of the day and how do you define your success without without comparing yourself to others you know what's important to you um what does success really look like to you and what does it mean to you know at the end of the day if this is your last day do you have any regrets? And if you have any regrets, what can you do today to change them? Um, there's a lot of practices, uh, and um, whether it's just you know having having ten minutes to sit down and start journaling, um, mm-hmm. and just let that um, let whatever comes to your mind go out on paper. I feel like we're uh, sometimes um, dealing with too much of like I'm I'm not being enough. I'm not, I don't have enough success or I don't, I don't, I'm not as successful as someone else, or I don't ha- have enough money or I don't have enough clothes or whatever it is. Um, and so just knowing that as of right now, you're enough, you have everything you need to, um, if if your basic needs are met, like you, if you have a roof over your head and if you have food to eat. And if you have some clothes to put on, um, everything else really becomes secondary. And so what are you trying to accomplish with your life, um, personally and professionally, what are you, your, your four or five things that matter to you and do a quick audit, um, you know, from a, what's your health, like, what's your love life, like, um, what are your, um, experience is like, just do a quick audit and see where you're at and see what needs to be, uh, maybe you need to put more attention on the one thing that's missing. Because at the end of the day, if something is missing and you're off caliber, that's why you're not happy. It's not that because um, you are too busy, it's because something's missing in your life. So what's the t- one thing that's missing?
0: I know when I, when I was challenged to ask myself these questions, the one thing that was missing was, the time for me to put into what do I really want out of doing all of this. So So, what did you
1: do in your case?
0: Well, so I had a mentor that challenged me to literally turn off all the technology for a day and really, I mean, he, I felt like he was trapping me like in a room all day but it was what I needed. It was almost like an intervention with a therapist, but with a a business mentor who asked me all the questions that you just said, but actually got me to talk about it out loud because Mm -hmm. I'd never been forced before or asked by anyone. He's like, we're not leaving here until you come up with some of these answers. And you saying, I don't know is not an answer. And he's like, we can sit here for for five hours, for 10 hours. I really want you to think about it. And that created the space for me to not worry about what everybody else was needing, what was happening on my phone. The text messages could wait. The calls could wait. Everything else could wait because I was there for me and especially for women too. I feel like it's hard for women sometimes to just sit down and take time for yourself because sometimes people, like, I would feel guilty because I'm like, oh my God, I have so many other things that I need to be doing. Like I I was sharing with you earlier, like, you know, like half the world, I got COVID too. And my mom kept saying to me, quit. I know you're laying there worried about working and worrying about the things that, that you need to be doing. And I'm like, actually, I'm not, I'm all I'm sitting here telling myself is I'm going to get better, my body's going to be okay, I'm not going to die, and that's all the energy that I have right now is to focus on the positive, and I'm going to lay here and enjoy this time of just being quiet and still, and I'm actually okay with that. Now, 10 years ago, m- m- probably a very different story, and I probably would have had anxiety through the roof, but I'm now more trained to understand that taking time for yourself and taking time to reju- rejuvenate and clear your calendar is 100% necessary to, just as it's necessary to get work done and to be productive, that I can't be productive without having the, that time to where I am just sitting at Las Ventanas at the pool and it's okay to sit there and do nothing. Because we all need to be recharged. Like you you've got to recharge yourself. You can't work yourself to death. And like I literally watched my dad do that. And and it's something that I I decided, you know, I don't want to to end my life like that. So it's a very serious thing when you sit down and you start asking yourself these questions. And it does help when you have an accountability partner or a, a spouse or a best friend or a mentor that can help you think through some of these things. Because sometimes it's hard. Like, it's hard to sit there and just have a conversation with yourself. That's why I so enjoy other entrepreneurs, because, like, we're all going through some of these same things. So it's it's really helpful. Um, I know that you're working on a book, but right now I know that you have an ebook, which you guys were going to link in the show notes. So, can you tell us a little bit about your ebook and some of the takeaways that someone can get from downloading the ebook and some of the, the tips that they can learn on how to unhustle?
1: Sure. Thank you, Angela. Um, the ebook, I called it The Seven Superpowers of High Performing Unhustlers because I'm sharing seven stories with people who, have, who I have interviewed, who have figured out how to um, work less, stress less, and still get their work done. Uh, in some cases, uh, be extremely successful in what they do by slowing down, by taking back some of um, the time in their days, or by working in a state of flow. Um, and so these are uh, examples with practical tips from real people, one of them is a company a perpetual guard, guardian who uh, decided to uh, put his employees on a, on a four-day work week, And now he's leading the four-day work week global movement. Um, and Carl Honoré, who's who's leading the uh, slowdown movement. And then there's some entrepreneurs in there who, you know, um, um, Kat Karoi, who uh, went from a brand strategist to starting her own business at home, uh, working six hours a day, taking naps, and working only four days a week, and she's crushing it online. So these are all examples of how, um, what superpowers they have and how you can make these superpowers yours. And you can download the ebook on the website at unhustle.com. And that would give you just a few more ideas. Um, I also included the entire Unhustle playbook in there with some of the tenants that I, um, I believe are critical on this journey uh, by keeping it kind of simple. Like you, you and I actually touched on some of this, like unlearning old beliefs and unbusying mm-hmm. yourself um, and actually getting into a state of high performance by getting into a state of flow while you do work. So you can actually get so much more done in less time. So that's the ebook um, that I have on my uh, website at unhustle.com.
0: Yay. Well, if you anybody wants to connect with you on social, we'll put everything in the show mo- show notes, but do you have like a favorite platform that you're on?
1: LinkedIn and Instagram for sure are my favorite.
0: Awesome. Perfect. So we will definitely put those in the show notes. Be sure to download the free ebook unhustle.com slash ebook. And then when your book comes out, we'll have to share it with everybody so that they can go and get your book. And just, I'm so excited to read about all these stories. I loved on Unhustle Day watching and reading like all the videos and all every, everybody's story. I mean, you've really pulled together so many amazing leaders around the world who have shared with you and with the world like what unhustle actually means and and you're really doing amazing things that are going to help change the world and and frankly save lives so congratulations I think it's incredible.
1: Thank you so much, Angela. And thank you so much for supporting World Unhustle Day. I loved everything you did and your videos <laughs> and, and uh, we'll make it a bigger event next year. And, and thank you for all the support. I really, really
0: appreciate it. I had a lot of fun connecting with you on this podcast. You're so welcome. And everybody that's listening, thank you so much for your time and be sure to unhustle. It's okay. Go ask yourself some of those important questions. And share with us. Get on social media and share on Unhustle and let us know how this has helped you or how it's impacted your life or your business. And be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Business Unveiled. Bye, y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments.